Hello, welcome to Workplace Wake Up. I'm Jen Shaw. Every week, I spend about 15 minutes covering legal developments, introducing you to interesting guests, and providing some entertainment to start your workday. Hi, everyone. I'm here today with Erica Frank from our office. Um, welcome, Erica. Hey, Jen. Thanks for having me. Well, I love doing these. And here's the thing. We're getting a lot of calls about gambling. And this is interesting, right? Because we had issues with the Super Bowl um, office pools. And of course, it's pretty much like the most frequent day, the day after the Super Bowl, for people to call out sick from their job. 2022 not being any exception to that rule. Now we've got March Madness coming up. And I thought it would be important to remind employers a little bit about what they can do and what the rules are. Because I, I think sometimes we, we tend to overcomplicate things. Gambling is illegal. Okay, we already know that. Now, is there gonna be an office pool for March Madness? Sure, many workplaces do that. It's part of what they consider their you know positive employee relations culture. So what do we do with that rub, Erica? It's illegal on one hand, but in many workplaces, it's very common and, in fact, part of what employees enjoy about work. 100%. And I think one of the things you, we first have to step back at and look, is this an employer uh, endorsed, employer organized pool, or is this a situation where a few employees are getting together, creating a grid and speaking with their coworkers about, hey, you want to be part of our March Madness pool or our, you know, grid on who's going to win the Super Bowl and how many touchdowns and what's the split at the first quarter? And is it one of those situations where the employer kind of just turns a, you know, kind of just la, 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 I see nothing, I hear nothing? I mean, I think that's a really important first step question. Well, it is. And, you know, certainly there's a difference between the organization announcing we're having March Madness um, check your email for your brackets. We're sending the winner to Hawaii. I mean, that is much different. Now, look, among all of us, even if it's informal, if Erica and I are doing our own bracketing and we've got a few friends both at work and outside of work who are participating, we're going to use work time for that, yeah. right? We're going to probably use work resources. And the organization has to decide how uh, you know, intense do you want to be about this? But we can certainly say as employment lawyers, we do not want you doing this scenario that we just announced where <laughs> you create the bracket, you offer as the employer, you know, the trip to Hawaii. I mean, let's not encourage this, okay? We know a lot of things go on behind our backs as employers, but let's not flagrantly violate the law. I mean, I think that's the first thing that we want to sort of tee up for all of you is yeah. let's, let's be smart about how this is happening at least. And you know, what's interesting, Jen, as we're talking right now, you know, a lot of employer, a lot of employees are still working remotely. So, you know, you kind of lose that organic hearing folks talk about an office pool or hearing about, you know, whether someone wants to join in the pool and all agreeing to split the, the winnings. Um, it's a little different now. And, and technology has that as well. Uh, but it really causes us to pause and think, 
how is an employer even going to police if this kind of stuff is going on? Well, that's the thing. And this is what kind of made us laugh at the beginning of the pandemic, laugh in a sad way, honestly, Um, because people were talking about, oh, EEO complaints are going to go down, equal employment opportunity complaints. We had other investigators, you know, we do workplace investigations, being worried about where their work was going to come from. And I was sitting back thinking, are you kidding me? This is going to be a boon for employment lawyers. And it's unfortunate, but it's exactly what happened because people get remote and then they forget what the rules are. They're sitting in their pajamas. I mean, heck, I'm basically in my pajamas today and it's noon, you know, because I'm working from home. Ella's on break. And so I'm just doing whatever I'm doing. Right. And we're having a podcast. So the thing is, when you think about remote work, this is just one of 500 things that you need to worry about. Because as Erica, just as you said, you, you've lost control at this point. Right. And I think it's so, I'm so glad you mentioned the impact the remote work is having on EEO issues and employee morale. Because on the one hand, you know, a, a reason to turn a blind eye is say, you know, people are enjoying it. It's fun. It's, it's a way for our colleagues to get together. On the other hand, there's already such a challenge of collaboration in a remote environment. And there already is that fear of missing out mentality that a lot of employees have. And being um, left out of the virtual office pool can certainly create a problem. Um, and could lead to, you know, that laundry list of issues that a remote work employee is having with another colleague or with their employer to begin with. The other thing too, Jen, and I think it's worth a mention, you know, we started off this podcast reminding folks that let's be honest, you know, workplace gambling is illegal. We also have that whistleblower law that we really can't ignore because what happens when the rule following employee, you know, makes a stink about it. That's exactly right. And it can be a quiet stink, right? It it can be just a little email or a little call to HR. And then we've got to protect that employee. And you know, one of the things that drives employers crazy about lawyers, right? Is that we sort of on the one hand, on the other hand it. And one of the things that we talk about in our firm all the time is, listen, our job is to solve employers' problems, right? Our job is not to read a law and say, oh, well, this is the pro and this is the con. They can figure that out by reading the law themselves. So what's our advice to employers? Well, number one, don't affirmatively set up a pool for March Madness or the Super Bowl. You need to stay out of that realm. Now, we also tell our clients, we're not here to boss you around. Okay, we're not the boss of you. If you want to do it, have at it. I'll hold your suitcase as we go to trial, right? What we're saying is from a preventive approach, it it just on balance isn't going to work out for you if this is what you're going to do, right? There are other employee relations and collaboration type events that you could come up with other than one that is illegal. By the way, we've been asked, has any employer ever been charged with this? Why, yes, yes, they have. There are a number of district attorneys here in California that have charged or who have charged employers with illegal gambling. One got charged with racketeering, 
related to a Super Bowl um, sort of pool, if you will. It, it wasn't exactly like a pool, but it was very similar. So here's the thing. Our advice to you is don't do it. If you're going to allow it, don't do it in an obvious way. And what I mean by that is the president of the company shouldn't be emailing saying, I want to make sure I get my numbers in before the pool closes. Right. And I know some of you are rolling your eyes right now and you're thinking, oh, the fun police again, they're out. Yeah, this is your business. Okay, you get to decide to do whatever you want to do. But I don't want you leaving this podcast thinking it's okay just because people like it or just because it might make people feel good in the moment. You know, I had a moment with my daughter um, recently. She's 12 and she's starting this sort of, you know, um, I'm independent. In fact, she told me the other day, mom, I'm 12. I'm more independent now. So this morning she got up and said she was going for a run. It's like 530. It's dark outside. And I said, well, if you're going for a run, I'll either get in the golf cart and go with you or I'll walk because she's a lot faster than I am at this point. No, mom, I just want to do it myself. And I had to look at her and say, I know you do and you can't. I'm your mom and there are certain rules that we need to have. And I know you're upset and you're frustrated and I get it and you get those feelings, but I have to take the hard line sometimes. I have to be the bad guy and it's not easy. I'd much rather be able to just give her what she wants and hang out with her and not have to give her tough information. But I always tell her, it's my job to teach you. It's my job to let you know what's right and what's wrong. So that when you're 18 or 20 or 14, you make a good decision. At least you have the tools to make a good decision. It's the same thing in the workplace. Don't facilitate this kind of thing. If it happens and you don't know about it, okay, you don't know about it. But if there's a supervisor or manager involved, they're considered your managing agent. You got a problem, folks. So at least know what you're doing. If you decide to take the risk, fine, more power to you. You get to do that. But we want to make sure you know what the rules are. And it really starts with the fact that this activity is illegal. Then we get into the next level of what Erica mentioned of, oh, the person who set it up only invites the men because he assumes that no women want to participate in March Madness. Or he only invites the same people who do the fantasy baseball league with him, who also happen to be men. Um, or vice versa, right? You have a woman setting up a, a block for the WNBA and they don't invite any men to that. Can't do it. Cannot do that. So you, you've you got another level of liability here other than just here's where we are on gambling in the workplace. Yep. And I don't want to be the downer on remote work or anything to that effect, but you know, it's harder nowadays. It's harder to manage the workplace. And there's a lot, there's more um, issues that are evolving because we're just not around each other to really know and to hear what's going on. And there's certainly a lot of insecurities that go along with that as well. So why add another layer of challenge, um, especially when we're already concerned about productivity in a remote work? I mean, here's just another 
way within which someone can be distracted um, as if we're not distracted enough working at home with, you know, our PJs and our pups and every other distraction that's been around. Well, we are fun. We're not the fun police. We are fun people. We hope that you're having fun listening to this. <laughs> that's exactly right, Erica. And thank you all for joining us. Erica, thank you. Um, go out there, folks. Make good decisions today. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to spread the word, please share it with others, post about it on social media, and or rate and review it. Of course, you can also follow us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, and email us at info at Workplace Wake Up, including its guests and hosts, do not provide legal advice in this podcast. Do not act upon any of the information discussed in this podcast without consulting a licensed attorney in your jurisdiction. 